futures managed to retrace some losses week-to-week on Monday, while cash prices softened some. Retail beef prices continue to rise as wholesale values decline. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cal Currents U.S. Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for September 21st, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Cattle futures bounced higher last Tuesday following the scare the previous day from a fire in the rendering site of the JBS packing facility in Grand Island, Nebraska. Although it felt like a struggle, cattle futures managed to claw back some of the previous week's steep losses while fading heavy outside pressure to start this week as Wall Street investors headed for the exit doors. Week to week on Monday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.48 higher from $0.02 to $2.80 higher, except for $0.52 lower in November. That was with new crop corn contracts closing an average of $0.7.5 higher. As for the cash market, calves traded steady to $5.00 a hundredweight lower last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. The exception was $5 to $10 lower from large volume Monday sales that were compared to two weeks earlier because of Labor Day. Yearlings traded steady to $5 lower. Between increased numbers coming to town and emerging wide daily temperature swings, AMS analysts point out seasonal price pressure for calves is to be expected. Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, provide some perspective on recently declining cattle futures in his weekly market comments. He points out the September feeder cattle contract increased $27 over the course of three months from $150 to its peak last month of $167. It and other contracts moved lower most of the last four weeks with set trading in the range of $155 to $156. Rather than focus on recent weakness, Griffith suggests an appropriate question is why feeder cattle were on such a tear before. The answer that seems to make the most sense at this time is the expectation of cattle availability, Griffith says. He explains there's no doubt that cow culling has taken place in drought-stricken areas, which has lowered the expectation of available cattle to place on feed in the coming months. Meanwhile, feedlot placements from May through July were 7.4% less year over year. With the next cattle on feed report due out this Friday, Griffith says the expectation is that it will support feeder cattle prices going into the last quarter of this year. Longer term, he notes, the smaller calf crop on the horizon moving into 2022. According to Griffith, this means cattle feeders will be competing for animals with the deciding factor on the final price likely associated with feed grain prices and beef packer labor constraints. More on that in a moment. USDA's Economic Research Service increased price projections for feeder steers, basis 750 to 800 pounds at Oklahoma City in the September Livestock, Dairy, and Poultry Outlook. ERS sees the 2022 annual average feeder steer price at $155 a hundredweight, which will be $9.12 more than this year's estimate and $19.55 more than the 2020 average. Prices are projected at $154 in the third quarter and $155 in the fourth quarter 
for an annual average price this year of $145.88. Prices are forecast at $153 in the first quarter next year and at $151 in the second. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. There's an insightful look at the notion of basing the cash-fed cattle market on a cutout-derived live price equivalent, discussion about the rhetoric surrounding cattle and climate change, strategies to prevent shipping fever, and lots more. Take a look. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices wavered last week as it appears the slaughter pace continues to hinder working through front-end supplies. Prices were steady to unevenly steady in the southern plains in Nebraska, with live prices at $124 a hundredweight in the Texas Panhandle, $123-124 in Kansas, and $124 in Nebraska. Live prices in the western corn belt were $1-$3 to lower at $123 to $124. Dress trade was unevenly steady at $200 in Nebraska, but unevenly steady to $4 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $196 to $200. The five area direct fed steer price last week was $0.91 cents lower at $123.88 a hundredweight on a live basis. It was $2.18 lower in the beef at $200.82. Live cattle futures closed an average of $0.56 cents higher week-to-week on Monday, from $0.12 cents to $1.10 higher, except for $0.17 cents lower in a weigh dees. ERS projects the 2022 annual average 5-area direct fed steer price at $128.25, which would be $6.07 more than this year's projection, and $19.74 more than 2020. Prices are projected at $124 in the third quarter and $131 in the fourth quarter for an annual average price this year of $122.18. Prices are forecast at $133 in the first quarter next year and at $128 in the second. According to ERS analysts, cow slaughter is expected to be higher during the second half of the year, partly offsetting declines in steer and heifer slaughter. But, coupled with lighter expected dressed weights, they say 2021 beef production was forecast 130 million pounds less than the previous estimate at 27.74 billion pounds. Wholesale beef prices continued to decline seasonally last week, although they remain elevated. Choice box beef cutout value is $10.27 lower week to week on Monday at $315.66 a hundredweight. Select was $11.41 lower at $280.75. Griffith points to the considerable press concerning the packing industry, with some suggesting that packers are taking advantage of the rest of the industry. This may or may not be the case, Griffith says, but a known and major issue packers face is that of labor. He explains the government could be contributing to the labor issues in the cattle industry and across the country as they continue to provide strong unemployment wages. This may effectively increase the minimum wage as businesses are forced to increase their starting pay to entice workers. 
This will likely result in further inflation impacting meat markets, he says. The most recent summary of retail beef prices, published by ERS, shows the choice beef price increasing steadily from $6.48 a pound in March to $7.64 in August. During the same period, the all-fresh retail beef price increased from $6.38 a pound to $7.14. According to the Consumer Food Price Index from ERS, beef and veal values were 9.6% higher year-over-year in pandemic-ravaged 2020. Year-over-year this July, those values were 6.5% higher and 4.2% higher year-to-date. Year-over-year in July, the Food at Home Consumer Price Index increased 2.6%, while that for food away from home increased by 4.6%. Year-to-date, ERS analysts say, of all the Consumer Price Index Food at Home categories tracked by USDA, the Fresh Fruits category has had the largest relative price increase at 4.9%, while the Fresh Vegetables category had the smallest relative price increase at 0.4%. They add that no food categories have decreased in price this year compared to last year. As for the overall Consumer Price Index, According to the latest update from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unadjusted index for all items was 5.3% higher over the last 12 months. And that's your CAF News Price Point for September the 21st. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.